Last weekend was a fantastic weekend in Boyle with the success of Ron Walker Roll around the town of Boyle. And of course, last Saturday, Boyle became Ladies Gaelic Football GAA County Champions. And last Wednesday night, on a very wet Wednesday night, I popped along to the clubhouse in Boyle to meet Vincent Flanagan, the manager of the Boyle GAA Ladies GAA team. And I spoke to him about that success. But first, I met Natasha Regan, Susie Keenahan, Saffron Cull and Caleb Roddy. And there are four players from the team that are now county champions in Roscommon. And I started off by asking Captain Natasha Regan about how it felt to be county champions in Roscommon. Um, I don't know has it fully sunk in. It is a very good feeling, but I don't think it'll hit us until another few weeks, really. And I want to ask you about being the county champion. There's a huge commitment. Can you tell me how often you train and what it involves? Uh, we're on the pitch minimum three days a week um, with the team. So that's our tr- team session. Um, it's up to the girls then. That includes gym sessions then. Could be twice a week, three times a week, and then a match then. So you're looking at five, six days a week. And Susie, that's a huge commitment to you from Boyle as well. Um, I am from outside Boyle. I'm from more the Crohan area than Boyle, but yeah. But you're playing with this team in Boyle. This team in Boyle since 2005, 2006. The same team. And can you tell me a little bit about what it means for you to be county champion? Um, I think it's it's hard to explain. Um, to go through all the hard work from the previous years, the previous managers that has built us up from the ground, from junior B up to actual senior, it is amazing. Like It's amazing to see the girls transition from being underage to all of a sudden coming to senior. I think the younger girls that are here are really making the team much, much stronger. We're a team unit. It's not just the 15 that starts, it's also the subs on the bench. And I think because of the girls on the bench that are making us work much harder on the pitch to keep our positions, because we know one mistake and the girl off the bench is going to come and take our position where that's from. And is that something that motivates you and any of you can take that one that there are so many strong people sitting on the bench behind you that if you make a mistake you could be taken off so sometimes the competition is from within your own panel oh it's definitely from in, within our own panel like the group of girls are phenomenal and I think that's what makes us train harder because we know that if we miss a training session we have to get out on our own and make sure that we make up to that standards that the rest of the girls have done during the week and uh, Saffron Susie has been talking about the commitment there can you tell me how this interferes with people who have jobs around Boyle well, for me personally, I work in the town so I can balance my training, but there's girls living away in Dublin and Galway in college and there's actually parents on the team so they have to look after their kids as well. So it's, you know, it's hard work to balance everything, but uh, everyone makes it here and shows up and puts in their effort. And if they're not here for training, you know, they're getting their sessions in and they're putting it into the WhatsApp groups, you know, and motivating us all to get out if you're not around even. And maybe I'll go back to that point about family and people having family. Do you have boyfriends or partners or husbands? How does that uh, interfere with your social life? Susie, you want to take that one? I know you want to take that one. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm married, but uh, thank God my other half does football too. So it means, although we don't see each other once football starts, because his training is the opposite days to my training. So it probably works out better in the long run. But it is a huge commitment and family life can suffer because of the success of Boyle right now. It probably means that we can't go on holidays and stuff like that, which is a bit of a bummer, but it's all for the greater good. 
And coming back to you, Natasha, do you feel that your life has been enhanced or this interfering with it? Oh, no, it's definitely enhanced my life. Yes, certain things have to be put on hold. Nights out with friends, holidays, weekends away, things like that, yes, are put on hold or put on the back burner. But when you come home and you've become a senior county champion, it's all that matters, really. It makes it all worthwhile in the end. And then you have an amazing group of women around you and the men as well. It's for them as well. It's for the town. It's for the younger generation coming up. It's mainly for them. I've been that younger child coming through all the years and it's for them. So it's definitely enhanced my life more than anything. And do you think that's an important point that often men's football and men who play football are seen as icons and heroes that it's very important for young women to see female success at this level as Boyle being county champions? Definitely. Um, We've all had our sporting icons growing up. Um, I don't know what I personally call myself a sporting icon, but... Well, you're the captain of a county (laughs) winning team right now. That has to be some kind of an icon. Um, It is. It's lovely when you see the younger generation at matches, and it, it is. It's for them. It was when you're a younger player yourself, you did look up to the older girls. So, yeah, we have that responsibility to keep the club going. It's been going since 2006. So it's up to us and it's up to the younger girls to keep going when we're not here. And speaking of younger girls, I also have Caitlin with me. She's doing her leave insert this year. It's a big year for you. Yeah, I know. It's definitely hard to get all in with the study at the after school and get into training. But when you have the opportunity to train with the girls and um, put the bit of work in, it's very satisfactory to get to a county final and win with them. So. And do you think you should be studying tonight or here? Definitely. Our exams, many mocks start next week, so um, definitely should be doing a bit, but it's worthwhile, you know. And maybe it's an unfair question to leave insert, but do you think the training and what the girls are talking about, the camaraderie, has put you in a stronger position for doing your exams, or do you feel your study is missing out because of being at the training? No, definitely have the support when you come into training. You're going to get a bit of a break from the study and all the exams, so, yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck. You're going to play Elitrum as well next weekend. I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you very much. And uh, finally, I want to come, girls, to the point that ladies' football is still probably on the back burner when it comes to the promotion of it, that if the men's team were to win, there'd be more about it, and that's what this piece is about. Saffron, I might put that point to you. Do you think that ladies' football has a little bit to come in terms of its promotion and in terms of its popularity? That it has came on in the years. Do I think it has come on? Yeah, do you think it has come on? Uh, yeah, definitely, for sure. You know, there's a great buzz about the town of Boyle and there's great publicity in asking everyone to come out and support us. And even, like, there's more access to live streams and that. And um, and uh, any of the rest of you want to take that about the promotion of ladies' football? Susie, do you want to say about uh, how you feel uh, in terms of how ladies' football is promoted across the country? Well, I think we're getting a little bit better, all right. I still look at the Roscommon Herald this weekend and there's a way more publicity about the men's senior final. There's over five or six pages dedicated to the men's senior final where there was a few back pages dedicated to the ladies and there was four or five finals over the weekend. It wasn't just our senior final. You had the intermediate final, the junior A and the junior B and the junior Cs. All got three, four pages 
which means that we're getting more publicity, all right, I do agree, but I think there could be way more done about it. Like, the Town of Boyle have been brilliant in promoting us. Like, when we came back, although the rugby was on, still people came out into the street for us to go around the town like we were under 12s. But it was really nice that they still came out, even though the rugby game was on. And that's really what this piece is about, focusing on ladies' football and bringing it to the fore, Natasha. What would you say going forward is the objectives for Boyle now as you take this team forward? Um, taking this team forward, it's just keeping our focus. Um, play every match like it's your last match. Just keep working hard, keeping focused. You cannot ask the girls to do much more. They're doing everything that's been asked of them. But it's just to keep everyone together and to keep a club there for the younger generations coming through. That's the key in Boyle. It's for those younger players, giving them a home to go to. It's a family here. It's it's not just football, it's a family. And it's a safe space for girls to come for the hour, the hour and a half of training. And it's a bit of fun. That's what it's for. That's the main objective. And maybe that's a very important part, it's a bit of fun. As I walked in here tonight, I got a great sense of family. Caitlin, as the younger player, do you feel you're part of this family? Yeah, absolutely. So we came up to the team like two years ago, and over the two years, it's definitely, we've grown more closer, and it's great. And finally, going forward, looking forward to Sunday, Sunday morning in Manor Hamilton. How do you rate your chances, Susie? Well, I think they're as good as chances any. Like, we weren't really given much of a chance against Clan Gale and we showed them that they were wrong. So hopefully we'll do the same against Manor Hamilton. And Saffron, do you intend to show Leitrim what the Boyle people are really made of? Ah, yeah. I've heard great things, though, about them. So, like, it's going to be a battle, but I think we can match them and hopefully we get the results on the day. And hopefully a Roscommon or a Leitrim team are going in against a Galway team and, you know, proving ourselves in Connacht because I do think that's something that's not, you know, publicised greatly as Roscommon ladies football or Leitrim ladies football. So it'd be good to see either one of us go through and, you know... And finally, Natasha, if I can come to you because I'm up against time, give us your prediction for Sunday. Will Boyle live on? Oh, of course we will. We'll always live on, definitely. (laughs) And can I congratulate all of you on your success as being Roscommon County champions, the ladies from the Boyle Ladies GA. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also joined here in Boyle on this wet Wednesday night at the club rooms of Boyle GA by Vincent Flanagan. He's the manager of the Boyle Ladies GA team. First of all, Vincent, congratulations on taking your team to be the winners of the Roscommon County Championship. Oh, thanks very much for that. Uh, you know, uh, it was a great victory. Um, I suppose a lot of people didn't expect us to win the game or were big underdogs, but um, we really believed in ourselves this year. Uh, you know, uh, the, the girls put in an awful lot of work, and uh, I think that work was rewarded last Saturday by by the display they gave. They were really, really tuned in from the word go, and we're just delighted to get over the line. It was a really tough game against a very good team. And being our first year up in senior, it's just a serious achievement for the girls and it's, it's testament to the work they put in during the year. And you said it there about testament to the work that the girls put in. You're a Boyle man. What does it mean to have taken a Boyle senior team to this level? Oh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, I suppose I'm played football myself for Boyle over a number of years and we didn't win too much, but uh, got into the coaching side of it then and with boys first and then with with the girls I think I started with under 14 
and a lot of those girls that won there last last Saturday came up through the ranks like I coached them at an earlier age and like we always had a lot of good footballers in Boyle maybe we didn't achieve what in the past we didn't win enough with the with the footballers that we had but we knew the last couple of years we were building and building we were in two intermediate finals we lost them uh, didn't go well for us on the day then we came back up the last year one intermediate and um, we're building all the times mainly the same core group of players who started at underage level and in fairness to them they put in a lot of work uh, on the field and off the field in their own time and I think they got the rewards on Saturday evening so it's brilliant as a boy man to manage a boy team to a county title I suppose the first for the ladies in, in boy like so it's brilliant and, we're, uh, and congratulations on that piece and uh, it is a great piece for a boil man to achieve with their home club but do you think that's it's more than this that it's about that piece that you said bringing people right up through the ranks and years and years of work not just one day to get to be county champions oh, I totally agree like you know like um taking the underage I know when girls start off you probably have you know maybe some don't continue on when they reach maybe minor minor age some of them drop out and you know it's difficult for them at times it's hard to keep it going when you go into college you might have other things to do but for this group of girls here, most of them have, have kept playing, you know, the core of them have kept playing, going into college and so on. And uh, it's brilliant that, we're, that they were able to stick together. And uh, that's what it's about, trying to bring them through the ranks, trying to improve them as players. I think also, like, winning trophies like this is, improves their social side of things or whatever. And going forward in, in work as well, it's a big thing. So... Um, look, it's just overall a great achievement, and I'm happy for especially the, all the players for you know for the work they put in and the commitment. And on behalf of all of us at Roscommon Community Radio, congratulations to you. But I want to go to that point you talked about the commitment that these girls have put in, not just in the last couple of months, but over the last years and years. But yet, ladies football doesn't get the same kind of recognition as other sports. Would you agree with that, or why do you think that is? Uh, I totally agree. I think, uh, look, it is improving, but even on the media side of things, I think... You know, for I can only talk about here in Roscommon myself. Like it only has come to the fore now when maybe we came to the final. So only you know it only has appeared in the papers really. So I think it's still a long a long way to go to catch up with men's football in that regard as regards the media side of things. I suppose they're trying to amalgamate both LGFA and the men's game now. It might help things going forward. But it is improving and hopefully it gets stronger and there's more people coming to watch the ladies as well, which is great. And it's probably maybe a better spectacle than the men's at times. can be more more attacking style of play. So, like, it is improving. But, uh, look, there's a good bit to go yet in that regard, I'd say. And earlier on in the season on this radio show, uh, Mayo pundit Peter Nyland talked about the commitment of the Mayo senior players to get to play in an All-Ireland series. But speaking to your girls, their commitment seems to be equal to that to get to here. Oh, totally. You know, like to get to win a county final, to get that far, you know, you, you have to be committed. You have to put in the hours of work or training. 
But not only that, like the girls, a lot of the girls do stuff on their own. You'd, you'd see girls here, if you come in on a Saturday morning, practicing their shooting, the girls do their gym stuff on their own. And like it's basically five days a week and that's what it is. They're putting in, say, an hour every day. They're five, six hours a week they're putting into it. So that's a big commitment. And, uh, you know, you have to do that to, to get to the top, basically, to try and win a county title. Yeah, If you're not committed, you're not, you're not going to reach, you're not going to win that county title or reach that goal that you want to achieve and you talked about goals there where's your goal for this team now as you go forward ah well look it's like the main goal this year we didn't set out really this year to say oh we're going to win the county title or we're going to win that basically we set out that we're going to try and play our best in every game we took one game at a time we didn't we didn't look beyond you know the next game we said this is it now we have to go and try and win the next game and then concentrate on the next game after that we never thought about county finals semi-finals that's the way we always look at it we're like we're in a Connacht series now and we had great celebrations over the weekend and it was great for the girls to let their hair down after after putting in the work this year so we're we're sort of focused now on Glen Carr for next Sunday it's a big game I don't think last year we didn't do ourselves justice here in the park against Charlestown uh, again um in front of our home fans, you know. So the girls realise this is a big game next weekend and we're really looking forward to see where where we're at, basically, in, in terms of Connacht football. And I wish you the best of luck as you go into the Connacht series. You're playing a leadership team. Can you tell me where it's on, if people want to go and support you, what time and when? OK, it's in England, Glencairn Manor Hamilton. It's their home pitch. Uh, it's Bogon, I think they call it, and it's on at 11 o'clock away, so it's an early start. Anyone that's coming from Boyle, I suppose, need to be travelling early enough, so we're really looking forward to that game on Sunday. And just to confirm, it's on Sunday at 11 o'clock? Sunday at 11 o'clock, yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck with it, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up next week and see how that went for the girls. Thanks a million, Joe, for that. Pleasure talking to you, so... Not at all, and we'll try and do what we can for ladies' football. The very best of luck with it, and maybe further on, a kind of championship in these uh, kind of championship in these girls. Oh, well, look, the serious opposition out there. You know, we have the All Ireland champions in Connacht, so they're a serious opposition. Just to get over next weekend and and think about what we'll do after that. Vincent Flanagan, congratulations on your win. The manager of the boy ladies GA team. Thanks for talking to me on this Friday afternoon on Feel Good Friday. Thanks a million, Joe. It's my pleasure.